podcast number three. This one comes to you from inside of my car. I believe the audio quality is good from the inside of a car. Um, Good for dampening effect. (laughs) Anyway, today's episode is going to be just 15 minutes, if I can help it. And a theme that I really like, and um, that's themed photo shoots. So this is where you take a concept or an idea that you have in your mind for a person, or for yourself for that matter, and you build a photograph. Photographs, the saying is photographs are made, not taken. So let's say for example, you wanted to do a gothic photo shoot with the gothic theme. Maybe you have a client coming to you and they like the idea of gothic then there's several steps that I've taken in the past to to get to this point. Number one, I've gone through Pinterest and um, Instagram and things like that, and you search for hashtag gothic photo shoot, um, sometimes even just Google images, and you get ideas, you get the person to pin ideas and to send you ideas for the type of photos they're after. It could be very, very dark, black and white, or it could be quite colorful and sinister or whatever the case may be but you get a feel for what the person likes and wants in a photograph or a series of photographs in fact they might want a book that would be the starting point for me for something like a gothic shoot or many themed shoots for that matter makeup and hair is really important particularly if it's a woman Um, and you really want to build into that theme. Makeup, probably number one for the two gothic shoots that I did. The the makeup needs to make you look really pale, really dark eyes, really dark lips perhaps, Um, or you could go the other way. But a good makeup artist you could probably get for around $100. So it's a bit of an investment in the photos, but... If you're doing it for a client, then they should be quite willing to pay that that little bit. The next thing you want to look at is um, hair. Um, again, hair you could probably get done for a hundred to two hundred dollars, um, but you could get away with just not doing hair particularly at all. Um, again, it depends on the, the style of photo shoot that you're after I definitely recommend getting hair done um, maybe getting it tied up or maybe getting it um, waved or straightened in a certain way that's going to match the look that you're after once you've gotten those two things sorted out you've got the the right people along probably one of the next most important things next to makeup if not the most important thing is wardrobe so any theme i had a photo shoot planned for a um a bride wrecking a wedding um and uh, the theme was sort of based on you know ripping and um, getting a, a wedding dress trash just like trash the wedding or something like that it was an interesting theme but basically they needed to buy um old wedding clothes or they needed to rip their actual wedding clothes which would have been interesting but you can see then that there's various 
types of clothes that you need to get. Now, for our gothic shoot, we got stuff from the local op shop. It was one or two items we had to order online. We got one of these gothic style umbrellas, which was a, an essential prop and actually worked out really well. Um, generally really cheap stuff off eBay or op shop. You're not going to see the detail of a very high quality um, item unless you're taking that item very close up. So I wouldn't recommend spending too much money there. The next most important thing is location. So we did two locations for the Gothic shoot. For example, we did um, the primary one was an indoor studio shoot. So backdrop and so on is pretty plain, um, but dark, maybe slightly textured. Um, and then I did a um, uh, an extremely white, bright backdrop as well where all the light and the colors are blown out so that the skin almost disappears and you only really see the dark features of eyes and teeth and mouth and whatever, it was very effective. Then the other theme or location theme that we took was outdoors. So we went into a park or into a bushland um, to make it look like this was her lair, this was her area that she um, was hiding out in or, or in command of um, and that worked out really well picking the time of day was important um, so it's not just location it's time of day um, so you can see there's a lot of things that you need to kind of think through and you can understand why the idea of making a good photo is, is so important when you get to the actual day and your actual location, what you want to have planned out as well in advance is lighting. So in a studio, you might do certain types of lighting, lighting from underneath is called monster lighting by some people. Lighting from above is profile, from the side is Rembrandt. So you can choose a, a style of lighting and lighting styles we might do in a different episode actually. Um, and uh, even for outdoors, you might want to be in the shade, you might want it to be actually at night with just a very subtle uh, full light. Uh, you, you know, there's a, a, a lot of scenarios that you might want to consider. Again, all dependent on the theme style that your client or that you have chosen as a... a um, as the main theme and the main style. Then when it comes to the day, um, I would suggest doing hair and hair first, um, wardrobe second, and then makeup last. What you don't want to do is have makeup bleed or getting sweaty or what have you. Try and pick your time of day that the, that the model feels comfortable and at the right temperature you don't want her to sweat especially if you're going to be taking some close-up photos with makeup on she's got to feel um, comfortable and at home um, the other thing is have the makeup artist on hand for retouches um, if at all possible so you might want to allow uh, we our photo shoot in studio took about two hours in total 
plus a preceding half hour to do the makeup so two and a half hours in total and similarly outdoors we probably took about an hour and a half um, in total um, scout the area that you're going to take photos in prior to the time and maybe just take some test shots so get your kids or or somebody just dressed in any way you want take them at the same time of day and take a few test shots if it's something you haven't done before similarly in studio if you haven't done certain types of lighting um, then do some test shots bear in mind studio lighting which i'll talk about on another day um, can be really really simple you can make a an overly convoluted and complicated lighting system um, if you're after a really top-notch studio look something that you're gonna sell and if you've got that equipment that might be what it what you enjoy is, is building up lighting um, and that certainly plays into the idea of making a good photo rather than taking a good photo however if you're on a budget and you don't have any lighting at all then there's a couple of tricks that you could do to uh, fill out the lighting that you need um, when it comes to lighting indoors know your color balance know what types of lights you have and try not to mix lights so try not to mix a tungsten light with let's say an outdoor light an outdoor light tends to be blue compared to a tungsten light which is orange and if you have two different color lights it starts to look really funny on a gothic shoot you really want a cold light so outdoors natural light is usually better than a tungsten light um, uh, anyway that that's something we can talk about on another day in a bit more detail once you've done your photo shoot um, and during the photo shoot itself keep the model involved by having a look at the photos showing him or her the photos on the back of the screen of your camera if you can along the way um, it just makes for good involvement if the photos are for yourself as the photographer tell them what you're after show them what you got and tell them what you're after um, and similarly for a model who you're shooting for um, they can see what they're getting and they can go oh, I actually wanted it this way or that way I'll probably do another podcast on just studio photos in general and there's a lot of tips and tricks and I guess um, things that you could do to make your photo studio shots a lot more professional anyway getting back to the gothic photo shoot so you've taken your photos um, probably take too many focus on the types that you want to get now what I found in the outdoors there were certain ideas that I really wanted to get and I on the day we just couldn't get them uh, the photos didn't take turn out the way we wanted um, and we had to try other scenes we had a bit of time so we just put the model out in the grass and took photos of it sitting on the grass and it sounds boring but it turned out those were some of the best photos so on the studio side of things if we're done 
and in our field shoot we're done location shoot we take those photos back into photoshop or your preferred method of editing i like lightroom we whiz through the photos at a very high pace and we mark them star rates as i've mentioned before i would sit with the client if you have a client and see that they agree um, go through your photos really quickly delete or move the ones you don't want to a separate folder and only edit your stars four and five if you've got a one to five rating um, I, I would for the most part i would just edit in lightroom to get as close to the color contrast that kind of thing that you want but there's going to be a good percentage of these photos that you're going to want to get specific attention to detail in Photoshop that you might not get in Lightroom. Um, for instance, desaturating part of the image, um, clarity to certain parts and out of focus to other parts, draw your attention to certain parts of the image. And you'll see this in the photos that you've pinned and selected as the types of photos you're after, you'll see this quite, quite frequently. And to achieve that style, you'll very seldom get it directly out of camera. Um, you should be trying to, but at the end of the day, um, you will need to do a fair amount of editing for something like a gothic shoot or something very highly themed. Um, because most of the themed shoots are a little bit surreal. They're not um, natural um, type of photos. They're something different. On that score, just as a final closeout, is equipment selection. Again, depending on your photo shoot ideas, you might get, for instance, gymnastic idea. You might want to use a very wide-angle lens to give you a bit of distortion, getting up close to the athlete, um, still getting that sharp image, but you, you want a, a very broad depth of field to show all the equipment and all the surrounds. But in a gothic shoot, you probably want to use a longer focal length and a narrow uh, depth of field, so shooting wide open, uh, to, to blur the backdrop and to blur the foreground and, and get the subject really um, sharp and clear. And um, so choose your equipment based on that. Choose your time of day based on that and choose your setup. So um, getting a shallow depth of field, you might need to move away from your subjects quite far, flatten the backdrop, depending on the backdrop, outdoors. Um, you may wanna shoot really close or you may wanna shoot really far. So you need to think about lens choice, um, position of lighting. There's one other thing if you're outdoors, you might, or even indoors, you might wanna consider the addition of smoke um, and you'd need to look into renting something like a smoke machine or uh, smoke bombs. Be careful of lighting fires though. Anyway, I'm on 15 and a half minutes, so I'm going to call out a day for our themed photo shoot. Watch out in the future for shooting in studio, shooting outdoors, um, maybe shooting sunsets. Um, the, the themes are endless. But I wanted to say thank you for listening and I look forward to 
you listening to my next podcast. Hopefully this is reaching someone who's getting good value. Please leave some comments or drop me an email um, and I'd love to hear from you, um, especially if there's something that you'd love to hear. Outro, see you guys next time.